What's going on, guys? Anything about Manchester? Hope everyone's well on this fine Tuesday evening. It's still isolation season. We're still locked down, but we're staying positive. Um, I've got my friend Kyle from New York on the line. I'm just about to ring him now. Um, Kyle is the owner of Grandparents. But I'll let him talk to you about that. We just give it a bell now, quickly. How's it going, Carl? You good? Doing well, man. How are you? I'm not bad, I'm not bad, I'm not bad, I'm not bad. How's New York? Sorry, where are you actually? You're not in New York. I'm not actually in New York. I'm just over the river in uh, New Jersey. Okay. In uh, in North in North Jersey. Okay, okay. Is it just a... Uh, why have gone there? It's just a little bit safer. Yeah, it was a little too too wild in Brooklyn, man. Yeah, it's the same in London. London's very, um, everything's close proximity. Everything's a bit, a bit crazy, but like wildfire kind of thing. So I'm staying in my studio. Yeah. This bit out of the way. We left about a month ago, uh, right before things got wild. And um, just came out here to be in the open. We have my girlfriend's house that she grew up in is out here. Okay. And uh, got some space to move around a yard and lots of places to to go out and explore without seeing any people. Yeah, that's the main thing. Like, where I'm actually from, I could do that. But obviously I decided to stay down here. But where I'm living, in East London, I've got a lot of space to kind of wander when no one will see me kind of thing. And it's a lot better than being in the, the city and in the nitty-gritty, which I don't yeah. need this this time or that kind of thing. But I was I wanted to talk to you, Carl, about um, the sun is all... I feel like there's loads to you kind of thing. Obviously, there's grandparents, there's a cycling, there's when I first met you via Adson, all this sort of stuff. So I don't even don't know where to start. Like, should I start with how would you what, explain yourself to anyone who doesn't know who you are? Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can start wherever you want. Um, where are you from? Uh, originally from the West Coast. I'm not a not a native New Yorker. I've only been in New York for about uh, seven years now. Okay. Uh, originally from the West Coast, though. Yeah, I grew, I grew up in uh, Northern California in the Bay Area and uh, spent a lot of time there before I moved to the Northwest uh, in the Seattle area. And uh, I was actually born in Beaverton, Oregon, like less than a mile away from the Nike campus. Okay. So pretty much like up and down the west coast my whole life and uh ending up in seattle before i moved to new york in 2014 okay yeah and why did you move to new york uh new york i wanted to i was trying to get into the uh the apparel and clothing industry footwear industry uh and just kind of be around the melting pot that is new york city of of being around all the fashion and uh, all the inspiration and the arts and just getting out there to benefit my, my future, my career, and st- stuff I really couldn't do living in the Northwest. Yeah, so um, so, what's, so what is Seattle like? I've never actually been. I was going to go um, last year and um, didn't end up going to Chicago instead, but it seems like it's, it's on the up, actually. I've, from what I hear, it seems like it's on the up, Seattle. Uh, yeah, Seattle. Seattle's great. I I think a, a lot of like 
uh, great things are there. Uh, it's not a place to be if you want to work in the fashion industry, uh, but there is a lot of good a good outdoor community out there as far as the apparel industry is concerned. Uh, running brands like Brooks, uh, big outdoor companies like REI, and uh, Columbia is just down in Portland. Um, they also have uh, Jan Sport is originally from out there. And just they have a huge melting pot of outdoor outdoor companies, outdoor lifestyle. If you're into that stuff, camping, hiking, riding bikes, running, uh, it, it's really really good out there. Lots of healthy. Um, outdoors type people even though it, even though it rains a lot <laughs> so is that what you're into you're into like more of the outdoor sort of apparel like apparel with like technical functions that sort of stuff definitely uh, I mean just being out there um, you kind of have to know about your clothing a little bit more than the than the average person say like down in California like you wouldn't really ne- necessarily need to know like what a good raincoat is or the difference between uh gore-tex and just like a lightweight uh single layer shell and especially when you're camping and the kind of tents you're going to need to have so and and footwear and not not wearing chucks out in the, in the forest you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just something that comes with the territory and it's de- definitely something that i I've already kind of had a knowledge of and uh, looked to transfer into New York as far as my interest in clothing. Less and so, less the fashion than anything, but definitely that's a big part of the clothing industry, whether they like it or not. Yeah, I completely agree. And when you went to New York, how did it start work-wise? Work-wise was definitely definitely a challenge. you really got to get out there and get to know people and meet people and, and, and get your get your hands dirty. Um, I started working at in Soho at an opening ceremony, and I managed that store for about a year until I uh, started doing buying. I was doing buying for a, men, a menswear shop in Brooklyn called Gentry, and... Um, that was about two two years into my New York lifespan at the moment. Uh, from then on, I met a ton of people in the industry, different brands, uh, different designers, from just going overseas to Paris for Fashion Week as a buyer, uh, making connections with people like like in New York and Europe, and eventually met a company there uh, that I ended up working for as well. Uh, which you're familiar with, Adsum, and uh, as of now, I'm uh, doing uh, my own business, doing creative consulting and uh, helping guide brands and designers to do their creative works from from the product to the marketing to all kinds of stuff like that. Okay, that's interesting. And yeah. um, so you said you met for example, add some in Paris. Yeah, I I met them in Paris um, on a buying trip with Gentry, and I uh, was looking to get them into our into our retail location at the time. 
and kind of started a relationship with them uh, through my buying position. Okay. Yeah, I was in Paris uh, recently. I was over there, um, obviously bumped into a few people. But I did, I did kind of get that vibe of there's so many people to meet. There's so many showrooms to be in kind of thing. Everyone's on the same wavelength. And yeah. if, especially if you're in this industry or that industry, whatever it's kind of for fashion, it's it's definitely a place to... You know, it's, it's like for me, from, from being in the UK kind of thing, that like you'd assume like New York would be the place to be kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, and, and New York is, is a five-hour flight from, from here to there. Uh, yeah. Europe is like an arm's reach away compared to me being in Seattle. So I wasn't just opening myself up to New York. Uh, I took multiple trips to Fashion Week every year or just to go visit friends uh, that I met along the way. Just having that at your reach is, is another thing that New York will do for you. And um, a lot of Americans don't really realize uh <laughs> what's outside of their front door and, and, and New York is definitely like a melting pot of all those um, different backgrounds and different kinds of people and it'll it'll teach you a lot if, if you're open to it yeah I can see that I can see that and where in New York do you live? Uh, I'm in the Brooklyn area uh, kind of borderline Greenpoint and, and Williamsburg okay yeah which is starting to get a little crazy um the streets are really quiet now, obviously, but it's yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. busiest neighborhoods in uh, in all of New York. Well, I walked there the last time I was there. I don't think I said it last time, but I'd um, I got off at like the first stop from um, Delancey, and then walked to um, obviously Greenpoint, and it it just seemed different. It seemed a lot busier. I was seeing a lot more retail spaces on the way there, oh, kind yeah. of thing, and it was just. The vibe was different. That was in the state. That was in the space of like two years. Yeah, I mean, in the last five years, you've got uh, you now have a Supreme store there. You've got an Apple store, uh, massive Whole Foods. Uh, so there's definitely a lot of uh, mainstream mainstream business coming in, and um, it's it's starting to boom a lot. APC just opened up. Uh, um, Huff opened a skate shop there, so a lot is a lot is going on. And do you like living there, or would you rather live in Jersey? Um, I like Jersey. It's a little quiet and very peaceful, but uh, I wouldn't want to commute into New York all the time. So it's it's really nice living in Brooklyn if you can find a quiet neighborhood or a quiet little street to live on. Uh, it can be a lot. It can be doable. I, I I don't know if I'd ever live in Manhattan, okay. but yeah. Brooklyn, there's definitely some quiet little places and, and some good gems. Yeah, because I got New York, I'd only stay Lower East Side. I got in that habit of not staying anywhere else because I was so used to staying there. But after a few trips, it's like realistically, there's too much going on. If you want to stay there, kind of thing in Lower East Side. Yeah, it's probably yeah. better to be either in Brooklyn or Jersey or some of that kind of thing. Just get there, relax set up mm-hmm. and then decide if you want to go into the city rather than being in the city and having no choice and just being mm-hmm. one million miles an hour all the time like every time I've every time I've met you I've, I've effectively been half asleep kind of thing because you know just being fucking up all, <laughs> up all day running around kind of thing trying to get to Greenpoint or whatever else and just sure crazy crazy stuff but uh, before I get yeah. into uh, like grandparents and stuff I want to 
what regards to cycling, like how many miles do you reckon you do a day? Um, I don't really try to keep track of it too much. I, I used to keep track a lot on the Strava app and and see how fast my average speed was and how far I was going and like tracking all that. And um, I found myself not really enjoying it as much as I would if I kind of just kept it off and didn't pay attention to it. But uh, pro- average probably a hundred miles a week. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I can go anywhere from 20 to 30 or 40 in a day if I choose to. If the weather's good every day in the summer, I'm going to ride every day, and that average probably goes up to more like 200. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. You do that with your brother, or it's just yourself? Yeah. Okay. Normally, I'm in a, I'm on a group ride with a couple buddies or my brother, which we, we'd ride a lot in the city or, or go up north, uh, up the Hudson River. But I've only been doing solo riding from now on, keeping my distance until this whole Corona thing is dumbed down. And what is it like over there for Corona? Jersey is. Uh, I've been keeping off of the news, but I think it's probably the second second largest in the U.S. Serious. Um, my girlfriend's mom works in uh, the hospitals as a nurse, and oh wow. Uh, the stories that she has to tell every day are crazy. It's just, they, they've literally turned like the hospital cafeterias into ERs. Wow. Yeah. So there's no space in the hospitals that they haven't turned into hospital beds or like a convention center or a skating rink or a high school gym. You know, they're turning all these makeshift hospitals are popping up everywhere. And obviously it's uh, a bit, it's a bit different over there for you because you're, paying for your healthcare mm-hmm. so it's uh, like how does that work like for just for me personally how did it work is it all like how much would you have to pay if you got if you, ha- if you came down with you had to go to the hospital how much would you have to pay you reckon I no I don't I don't have an answer to that one um, <laughs> I'm out here just trying to trying to stay, stay isolated stay away yeah 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 just so I don't have to know what that is <laughs> um, I mean it should be free for everyone who who needs a test or what have you? But I've I've even been sleeping in a separate room from my girlfriend for the last month. So just playing that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. When I was in the keep, keep distance. Yeah, I was in the I was in the well, when, we, when I moved to London, I was in a flat, and when all this started to come around, it was around February time, in the flat. Like it's a nice flat, but I just remember thinking like at the time I was like, it's just a bit too close proximity for me, kind of thing. Like small rooms and that sort of stuff. And then mm-hmm. when it's really kicked off, I was just like, I'm leaving this flat. So I've been in the studio for five weeks now. Mm. Put, a, put a bed, because obviously it's got a mezzanine, so I put a bed, bed upstairs, and obviously the studio's away from everyone, and it's just the most... It's just it's better for peace of mind. Like, I'm more relaxed yeah. now. I don't have to yeah. worry about catching it from someone who's been working or whatever else kind of thing. And yeah. obviously over here, a little bit different, but if you stick to the rules, wear your masks, wash your hands, don't run around and stay with people... I think it should be okay. Yeah, but it's a lot of people. It was, it, was, it was wild in Brooklyn, man. We couldn't we couldn't get normal things at the grocery store, and, and it was almost like walking around in a haunted house. Like someone was gonna something was gonna jump out and get you sick if you walk down the bread aisle, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, here at least the grocery stores are still still um, letting people in normally, and and we have a lot of space out here to roam around and. Um, 
it's just the peace of mind is definitely worth uh, getting out of town. Yeah, that was the same. It was it was same with London for the first the first week anyway. You couldn't like literally. I wasn't eating properly because no star was every star was getting like ransacked and just mm. everyone was just getting bad. People were just going bad. But now it's kind of like now we're in it. The stars are. It's normal kind of thing. There's certain stores that you just I know to go to, so I just go there all the time because it just makes sense. I know that it's full of food. There's no point even whatever. So, mm-hmm. crazy stuff. But let me talk about um, grandparents because it's interesting. Grandparents, cause I didn't actually notice you, so I followed it. <laughs> I didn't notice you for a long time. It was it was really weird. Like, obviously, I knew that you'd, um, like you. Were, I seen you liked it and stuff like, but I didn't think. I just didn't put two and two together. So, what is yeah, grandparents? Yeah. Anyone who knows didn't know. I never told anybody for the longest time. And I just recently started putting my handle on it, and yeah. so people know it was me. Um, but actually, I was in London uh, over a year ago with, I don't know if you know Stuart Graham. I do, yeah. Myself. And I'm walking around with him, and I take a photo of an old man, and <laughs> he didn't think much of it, but I posted it immediately on grandparents. And as we're walking, he's scrolling through his phone. And sees the guy on grandparents that I just took a photo of, and he goes, "Your grandparents." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's me, man." That's so, crazy. Yeah, it's pretty funny when the, my friends find out, but, but um, yeah, it's it's gone pretty crazy, it's blown up uh, bigger than I thought it ever would, and it, it's growing every day, thousands of followers per week. So, well, that's nothing too. Like for example, when I obviously when I first saw it, like it was a good level of followers kind of thing and it was it had a good car following so you could see like the same sort of people would obviously comment and love whatever that like but now that I'm checking it's 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 blown like it's at that point where do you know what I mean it's yeah yeah it's just gonna it's, keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger to the point yeah, where I'm presuming it'll become a full time thing um, I just it was something that I wanted like you guys and my buddies to see and, and be hyped on but um People started liking and reposting, and then this this magazine editor followed. Like, I, I don't even know who follows it. Like, well, that's the thing. It's got too many followers now to know. Exactly. Like, once uh, Justin Saunders from Jound posted it on his Instagram and tagged me, uh, then I think Virgil started following. And, <laughs> and I see that. Actually. Re- I see Virgil follows you. I was like, what the he hell? Re- fo- he reposted something. And then uh, an editor at Vogue posted something and got me an interview through Vogue Russia and Dazed Magazine. And, like, it's pretty nuts. People people will tell me, like, hey, you know this editor follows you? Like, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. Like, I've seen you start to do a bit of merch and stuff. And it's, like, just for me looking in, it's for someone who... Obviously, I do vintage, but I used to deal in product. I was in fashion before all that, and so the possibilities are endless with something like grandparents, in my opinion. Yeah, man, I, I'm just starting to build kind of a plan around it and see where I can take it. But the merch has definitely been helpful, uh, especially in um, in some harder times like right now. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. People are supporting though. Like Japan is big. Japan loves it. Japan love everything, but like, and that's I say that. That's why. That's what I'm saying. I can see it. Like, it's, it's big in the UK. Like, that's that's one thing I've, I, I started to notice personally. Like, when I before yeah. I, before I knew it was you, we'd there'd be people speculating who it was, kind of, or we just spec, we just like talking about it, kind of thing. 
And I was like, oh yeah, my friends in New York know a lot about you kind of thing. I assume they'll know who it is without even <laughs> without even knowing that it was obviously yourself. And it's ideas like that. Like, where did, where did the idea come from? Oh man, I, I don't know, remember exactly, uh, but I live, the neighborhood that I live in is an old Polish neighborhood and I see these guys and these old men and women all the time just around my neighborhood and they'll be wearing just an old Ralph Lauren bucket hat or a vintage, some vintage Adidas or some, some crazy old Burberry trench coat with a, with a Kangol hat and just looking fly as ever. And I just started taking pictures of them posting on my personal Instagram page. And I found myself seeing too, way too many old people on my personal page that it just looked really weird. So I was just, I'm going to start an Instagram just for these photos. And that was about four years ago, I think. Okay. Yeah. And before I know it, it just, did it, did it ripple up? Did it, did, it, did it pop off straight away or did it take a good year no, or two? I think, I think uh, just this past year, Two, two years honestly this time last year I probably still had maybe 3,000 followers wow so that's crazy that's it is it's it's mad and I like the logo like, even like the logo and stuff like it's like a subtle logo like just clean yeah. there's, there's yeah, something about I, it I think I, uh, Christian from Adsum he, he flipped the logo yeah it's sick it's just got a clean logo I can picture like I can picture the merch in like stores kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I can picture like obviously the cup was decent. You did. But I can picture like it's just I can I can see the product you can. There's so much product you can make from it kind of thing. You can make product that's like specialized for older people kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, man. Random I, like fucking I'm walking sticks or something. More. Grandparent yeah. walking sticks. <laughs> yeah, I want to do more stuff like that, man. Playing cards, cribbage boards, handkerchiefs, like yeah, weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. That old old men would dig that's sick and when you, when you take pictures of the, of the have you got, you got the part where you have you got the part where you tell the people you're taking pictures of or you just do it like no yeah I just I just go for it. it if you ask somebody or tell them you're going to and they kind of get in this they're not weirded out but they won't see what you mean maybe like pose or it's I think it's more natural if you just don't let them know yeah uh, and most of them are just walking or reading a book or sitting on a bench and uh, it, it's just them in their everyday um, what, whatever they're doing you know they're not posing for it you know, people get a little weirded out and, and put on this weird mask when you tell them you're going to take a photo yeah I hear that one and obviously I, I noticed there's a brand in New York Cameron, and that, that brand that did something with um, the old folk and the New Balance and that um, uh, yeah. campaign um, Ame Leandor, uh, yeah, that was great. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to think, yeah. you've got to think influences drawn from grandparents, surely. Mm, maybe. I, the, when they did that, um, the, the my DMs and my tags and everyone was just sending it to me or tagging me in the photos. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Ted, Teddy, uh, the owner over there, Ame, is a, a good buddy. And uh, I definitely appreciate his... Uh, his aesthetic and that was really good. I got to meet a couple of those old old models actually too. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was definitely something that it got. I like that sort of stuff, kind of thing. It's it's changing because obviously 
Like, I think obviously fashion's going to change now with all this corona and stuff and I think it's going to change completely and I feel like people are got us because obviously online it's, it's kind of like I was talking to my friend yesterday who um, he's a big photographer in the UK he used to uh, work for Okinawa and he started NNCC alongside lots of other people kind of thing and before social media was social media they were putting out content before Facebook or sort of stuff I remember seeing it when I was young and now content is this huge thing, this huge bubble where everyone can do anything quickly from their phone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like grandparents had 3,000 followers last year, now it's 50,000 followers. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's mad. So I, just, I don't even know what's going to happen like in the next year or two, but it's going to be big, man. One thing I think helped the growth as well is um, I kind of, opened it up to the following uh, to the followers and the public and and people wanted to be a part of it and uh, they send me photos of their grandparents or people they see in the street um, or they'll post on their stories and and tag and tag us but people love being involved so I would just post their photos and and tag them and the group the growth from that alone which is exponential yeah i i kind of that's what i'm i kind of saw that too when i saw like obviously that you were obviously retagging people or reposting stuff and i think myself that is the way to do it kind of thing because obviously mm-hmm. if it's just one person doing all the posting and then not whatever but like when you've opened up kind of you've got people who are posting around the whole world and it's yeah it's crazy you got that sort of like everyone's kind of shooting the same sort of aesthetic which i kind of like too like that uh, New Balance nine nine three kind of thing at one point, do you know what I mean? Like, it was just a, a very, very interesting thing to see. Yeah, man. Crowdsource your content. Crowdsource the content, I like it. <laughs> and what's, so what's else going down at the moment for you? You're doing the consultancy. I'm sorry? So what else is going down for you at the moment is the consultancy stuff you've been setting up? Yeah, I'm uh, working for a few, uh, few brands at the moment. Um, couple private um, designers and people doing some collaborations. Um, I help a lot of few people do uh, working on their footwear collabs at the moment. Um, my previous work I've done was uh, that add some pyro from a couple seasons back and some of their new balances as well. So that, that same kind of work has transferred over into my consultancy business and um, mostly smaller brands. Uh, from New York, yeah. but uh, there's one or two on the West Coast as well. Things have quieted down with with the Corona stuff, of course. But um, just just gotta reinvent and find new ways to uh, keep the hustle going. Completely, completely, completely. And is it more so trainers that you're into, or could it be anything? Uh, anything, dude. I'm I'm super into sneakers. Obviously, I'm. I, I'm not much of a sneakerhead as I used to be in the, as far as collecting and stuff, but um, I still have my fair share. But really, really honestly, all, all footwear. I dig, I dig high fashion women's stuff as well, um, w- whether that's heels or boots or what have you. I'm not just, uh, not just one lane. Plain Jane. And yeah, what did you say? What would you say in regards to, um, like, for example, but I think if, if I thought of like a jacket or something, if I was doing that sort of thing, like, what would you say? Because obviously in the UK, everyone's wearing Terex now, 
that sort of stuff. Like, Mondell's a huge thing. Since the um, Drake Wire Terex, it's now the thing. Sure. And I feel like, obviously, it's a it's an unbelievable brand. Like, if I was going to buy a Terex, I'd probably try to buy the vintage pieces. And um, your friend, actually, uh, Josh, good guy. Yeah. And obviously, I've, we've had, since, since I introduced, you introduced me to him, actually, I think you introduced me about maybe two years ago. And um, since then, we've obviously had lots of conversations and stuff. And what would you say is a jacket or a brand that you're into that isn't Arterix? Man. Um, Must be a few. There's there's a few brands out there that I, I really like, but to be completely honest, I I keep my closet is pretty much is what it is and always has been. I'm not, I don't really seek out or search too many things right now. I have pretty much everything I need um, unless somebody's sending me a gift or a buddy of mine uh from a brand sends me something but um i usually usually stick with my same classics i don't i don't really stray too far outside of uh a pair of vintage levi jeans uh a basic solid colored t-shirt and uh a jacket depending on the weather uh whether that's an arcteryx jacket a patagonia jacket or um a vintage a vintage piece uh something that'll last the test of time um i still have a, a bunch of my old add some stuff uh, old patagonia stuff there's not a lot of new things in my closet that that i have had to remove the tags from recently but yeah arcteryx has definitely blown up uh, a lot in the past few years um i think with the Last last Fashion Week or two Fashion Weeks ago, when Frank Ocean came out with that be- was wearing that beanie and the yellow mammoth jacket. Okay, yeah, I saw that actually recently. Yeah, I saw. And that. Uh, he was he, ha- he was like toting around a Kelly Green um, Birkin bag, and I feel like after that photo hit the internet, everyone went to Arcteryx to buy <laughs> an Arcteryx beanie. Um, yeah. And, and then it was the jackets and then uh, organic lab zip Instagram started popping off and that was a big um, influence for the for the uh, fashion world and the outdoor world it's interesting well I thought I a quick chat with you Carl just um, let people know what's going on obviously a lot of people in the UK follow grandparents a lot of people that follow me follow grandparents so it'll be interesting to Obviously, have a chat with you kind of thing, but... Yeah, man, that's great. What time is it in America? What time is it in New, in New Jersey? Uh, we are going on 4, 4 p.m. Okay. Have you been in your cycle today? Yeah, uh, yeah quick one, just around the block. I, it's about... It's really warm today, so I had to get out. I'm, I just finished washing it, though. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, man. Right, man, thanks for that. Hope you're well. Stay safe. Hope your girlfriend's mother stays safe working over there in the healthcare. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Same to you. Uh, hopefully, hopefully this all settles down and we can have a we can see each other again. Hopefully, man. Well, definitely, no doubt. I'll be I'll be American very soon, hopefully, and just um, give you a message. But thanks for that, man. And I wish you luck in the future with everything that's going on. Sounds good, brother. We'll talk soon. Yes, man. See you later, Carl. All right. Easy, bro. That is my friend Carl from from North North LA. Sorry, no North California.
moved to Seattle, moved to Portland. No, actually, he was born in Portland, Oregon. Moved to um, California, then moved to Seattle, then moved to New York. Good friend of mine, I met him via Adson. I used to um, do a bit of modeling for Oiploy, and when you shoot certain brands, obviously the brands would sometimes follow you and obviously message you saying, all right, you look good in that way, blah, blah, blah. And um, they had some boys, we used to always like, just talk and like each other's stuff. And obviously we're all on the same age, so we got really close. And I started going out to New York for my work, um, for work. And obviously we meet up. And obviously I met Kyle through that and we kept in touch when he left Adson. Just a great guy, got a lot in common. And grandparents, like I said, blew up. And when I first started seeing it, it was about 3,000 followers. I thought about 11,000 followers, but now it's like 50,000 followers. Everyone who hasn't seen grandparents, grandparents, gram, G-R-A-M, parents on Instagram. And essentially, all it is, is old people who look cool as fuck that be snapped in the wild. And the aesthetic of the page is crazy. Like I said, there's brands now who are shooting old people, like New Balance did recently, shooting old people in their apparel and product because it's just cool. And obviously that influence has been drawn from someone like Kyle. But obviously he's an interesting guy, really into recycling, builds his own bikes, that sort of. So actually the first time I met him, first time I met him, he just had his bike stolen, a bike that he'd had for a few years that he built himself and had it stolen, literally the first time I met him. So interesting time. And obviously he did, he helped design the um, Adsum Reebok trainer, which was released last year. They did really well. I was out there for a launch at Kinfolk and um, that was great. And actually, I remember, um, I think it was the World Cup. Was it last year, the World Cup? No, the year before the World Cup, I was out in New York and we watched a few games in Brooklyn and yeah, it was crazy. So that was me with my friend Kyle. Kyle on the podcast. Follow him at Grandparents. And yeah, so next I want an episode with the Thrift Lord. He'll be... I'll be posting that one this weekend. I'll talk to him later on, the Thrift Lord. I think he's from California, actually, but he lives in Arizona at the moment, thrifting, because his name's a Thrift Lord. Thank you, guys. Hope everyone's well. Keep it real. Laddie, The Vault, Manchester.